Welcome to a very special episode of But You're Wrong. I'm Keith Bodela, and the voice you're going to hear in a couple moments is going to be that of my co-host and um, Time Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive, Greg DiNicola. Uh, this episode is part of the Alien and Predator pod crawl, which is the brainchild of Greg Sedachny, uh, host of the Debatable Podcast. I hope I got his name right. Uh, he's a friend of the show. We had him, or he had me on uh, a few months ago on his show, and we have yet to have him on ours just because of scheduling issues. Uh, but basically, the pod crawl is uh, several different podcasts discussing uh, all of the Alien and Predator uh, move franchise movies, going through them all, discussing them in uh, in detail. It's going to get a little rough at times. Um, we are smack in the middle of it right now. Uh, it started uh, with Gobbledygeek podcast. Uh, they are at gobbledygeekpodcast.com. Uh, they did Alien and Predator a little while ago. Uh, Greg Sadachny did, uh, on the Debatable Podcast, did Aliens and Predator 2. You can find those at debatablepodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, Alien 3 was just covered by the Feminine Critique. That's at thefeminincritique.tumblr.com. And we're covering Predators today, and on the 15th, we'll be talking about Alien Resurrection. Uh, next up, Hollywood Huddle, which is at lktosin.org. I hope I'm saying that right. lktowson.org slash podcast.html. Uh, they get the Alien vs. Predator on the 17th, and on the 21st, Alien v. Predator Requiem. Uh, last up, uh, we're actually in the middle of the Hollywood Huddle segments, uh, we have Prometheus on the 19th with, uh, So Let's Get to the Point podcast. That's at so let's get to the point dot Lipson dot com. So let's get to the point dot L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. Check out all their shows. Uh, they're all available on those websites, or you can just type in the name of the show in iTunes and find them that way. Due to some time constraints, uh, I'm pre-recording this intro, or I guess I'm post-recording it, but whatever. And we're just going to dive right in after you hear some, some theme music. Uh, we're just going to dive right into discussing Predators. So this voice is mine. The other voice is Greg Nicola. If this is your first time listening to us, uh, thank you for checking us out, and please listen to more episodes after the pod crawl is over. Um, if you are a returning listener, thank you for still listening to us, uh, and be sure to check out uh, all the other shows that I just mentioned. Where do you want to start? Um... Do you have a place in mind, or you want to just, I don't know. Okay, well, all right, all right. So let's, I, I think I like to do this right from from the start, is give me your overall opinion of Predators. Um, okay, so I want to preface this by saying, I mean, I've never, I had never seen it before. Um... The only Predator movie that I've ever seen is the first one. Okay. I don't, I think I remember seeing clips of the second one. But I was always really confused because Danny Glover was in it. And I wasn't sure why the Predator was going after 
Danny Glover? Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a good question. Because my, my entire idea of what Predator 2 is, is it's basically Lethal Weapon 2, but instead of Mel Gibson, it's the Predator. Okay. Like, that's just <laughs> what I imagine that it must be like. Like, the Predator's doing his thing, going around, shooting people, and he's like... And and Danny Glover's like, I'm too old for this shit. And then, you know, they catch a, a South African guy, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums that up. Okay. Is, is that legitimately what it is? I don't... Have you seen Predator 2? Um... I have... And I'll be honest with you, I was probably intoxicated or something. I, I don't really remember much of it. Okay. Um, um, but honestly, I think he got the gist enough. Yeah. All right, cool. Because um, I had meant to listen to the previous podcast that covered Predator 2, but um, because of when we're recording and um, the suckiness of my life, um, I just didn't have time, so... I barely found time to watch this movie, so. Yeah. So. So I overall. Yeah, yeah, come on. Let's, let's give me your overall. Overall, I actually, I I, re- I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I really actually enjoyed it. Where, uh, give me give me a scale of 1 to 10. Um, six and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's a decent movie. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure about my rating. Um, I would go, it's at least a five, maybe more towards a six. Um, that being said, it, it is decent. It is a decent movie. Um, it, I think it tries too hard. Um, it has some great acting talent in there. Um, you got Danny Trejo, Topher Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian Brody is the main character. Adrian Brody is the, is the him and Lawrence Fishburne are the only legitimate actors in the movie. Well, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's <laughs> I, all right. Well, one of the things I was going to say is, I think kind of in the spirit of the first one, they get like a big star or two big stars, and then kind of fill a bunch of the rest of the spots with like C level talent yeah. that you know. Uh, and, and you, you maybe even like, but you know, you don't, you, you don't care that much about, um, Brody. Who was the guy with the big gun? Actually, I don't, I think, I think he legitimately is just like some Russian guy. Cause I think, is he like actually like a Russian military guy? I, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure he's an actor. No, I think he's actually Russian. Well, I, I'm saying I think he's Russian, but I'm, I think oh, he's Oh, you a, think he's a Russian actor? Yeah, I don't... I'm legitimately saying that he's Russian. Oh, he's definitely Russian. Yeah, I'm not saying... Is he in other films, or...? Um, let's find out. Uh, but go on while I'm, while I'm looking this up. Well, okay, so in, in like that respect, I kind of like it. I felt that um, it gave... I felt like it, it had a lot of elements that were in the spirit of the original. Um, although I felt like many times it tried too hard to be kind of faithful to the original idea mm-hmm. while not being a dumb sequel like the others were. 
Um, you know, and that all being said, I liked it. I actually, I enjoyed it far more than I thought I would. Um, I figured it would be, I figured it would be almost unwatchable, like the Alien vs. Predator movies were, were. Um, but, uh, it was surprisingly decent. And, and, uh, Adrian Brody and Lawrence Fishburne were the two brightest spots of the movie. I would say. Yeah, definitely. I, I knew that Lawrence Fishburne was in it. And I was like, <clears throat> I'm watching this movie and I'm going, so where's, where's Lawrence Fishburne? You're like, where the hell is he? Where is he? And I yeah. was like, oh, there he is. He's that guy. Wait. And he's awesome. <laughs> he is. He's like, a crazy I, person. <laughs> I imagine that he is his character from like Apocalypse Now, like an oh, alternate wow. version. Big, big dicks out there. Yeah, like he's an alternate <laughs> version of his character in Apocalypse Now. Okay. Um, he gets stuck in the jungle just a little too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the Russian guy is Oleg Taktarov. Yeah. Tarv. He's yeah. uh he's an MMA fighter. Oh. Um wears a lot of tap out gear probably. Oh, I yeah, I love that tap out gear. So much tap out gear. Um but he's actually been in a bunch of stuff including a uh in the season 5 finale of NCIS. Oh, shit. Um let's see. What's his most recent thing? Officer Down, which I've never heard of. He I guess he was a voice in Battlefield 3. Yep. Oh, the National Treasure. Uh, Righteous Kill. Uh, Miami Vice. Uh, Bad Boys 2. So. So, yeah. so I just want to point out. He was in out, a, uh, a movie, a Genghis Khan movie. Uh, That's exciting. Khan! Yeah. Um, he was, uh, he was this film's version of Jesse Ventura, is what I'm pointing out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he, well, yeah, I guess so. Not only because of the fighting background, but because he carried that giant gun. He carried the minigun, yeah. yeah. Um, um, now, he was good. He was not quite as enjoyable as, say, Jesse Ventura was in the original, but. Well, but one day he might be when he becomes Russian president, prime minister, dictator, whatever they have over there. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he's gotta, he's gotta wrestle that away from Putin first. Yeah. But, um, he, he, oh my God, hang on. Sorry. Yeah. I'm looking at his Wikipedia thing real quick. Uh, in Russia, for a specialized event, Oleg faced Dolph Lundgren in a celebrity boxing match and won via split decision. Oh, really? I want to find the video of that somewhere. That sounds awesome. Um, but yeah, so it, um, they were the highlights of the, of the movie. My biggest problem with the movie, and it's my biggest problem with Predator. Okay. Uh, and probably I would assume the second one. Not enough Predator. Um, yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I think, and you know what? I think for the original, the problem was that I think that the, the creature was probably in it less. Because maybe because of limitations, uh, well, yeah, which which is a big reason why 
and I don't, you know, in, in older movies, like older monster movies and stuff, that was actually the case, but it actually led to a, a certain level of suspense. Nowadays, it's done on purpose. Um, as, as a suspense building, like, uh, what do you want to call it? Device, I guess. Okay. But, um, cause obviously, I mean, special effects are no limit anymore. I mean, they could just stick whatever in they want. I, I want to say they probably did it on purpose to like maybe try and be like the original. I don't know. Or do you think they just, I feel like they did it to be like the original. Cause I feel like there were a lot of things that were nods to the original. Right. Uh, um, I, Yeah, go ahead. Well, I know there was some. I, I I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to say what it, get there yet. Okay. Well, I was. Yeah, I was. I think I was actually going to say the same thing about a nod to the original, uh, and really just kind of bust it open. Um, so for anyone who hasn't seen the movie, the premise of this one is not not that there are bodybuilders walking through a jungle in South America, but that um somehow these people, this group of people, Adrian Brody's leading them, I guess. There's some Spanish girl. Uh Yeah, so- there's uh well no, she well she's Spanish, but I think she's actually um she's supposed to be Israeli. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. She's it- she's Israeli. Uh there's um oh there's the Walton Walton Goggin Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. Um who he's a really good actor. He isn't great in this movie, although he does have one scene that I absolutely love, which I think is hilarious. Um, oh, what, when he got his spine ripped out? No, I think the part where he's talking about, um, like it's like it's five o'clock, time to go raping. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he does this whole like monologue about how it's time to go rape, and then he looks at Tover Grace and he's like, right? Tover Grace is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's rape o'clock or something like that yeah yeah so yeah we got him uh, uh we got the eric, russian guy the russian guy eric foreman danny trejo uh, yeah as uh as <laughs> playing outside of his normal role as a mexican drug cartel guy yeah and so and basically these people oh wait, they... don't forget the yakuza guy though oh there is a yakuza guy yeah, yeah. uh oh wow hanzo Hanzo is his name in the movie. I'm not even going to try and say his real name. Well, his first name is Lewis. Oh, yeah, it is Lewis. <laughs> all right, fine. Lewis. I'm like, all right. Lewis Ozawa Chenchian. That's pretty good, huh? That, is, that was actually the best that we've ever probably done. So Yeah, okay. He's actually been in a ton of shit. Um, I'm not, I don't feel like going through it because no one cares. Yeah. But, um, basically they are on the predator planet and are being hunted as like some sort of a game or training device. Well, now we don't, device know, or, we don't know if it's the predator planet or, or a planet that the predators yeah. drop them on. Yeah. Okay. You, that's true. They, they never really, it's probably not the predator homeworld or anything, yeah. but so. So yeah, it is kind of a little bit of a twist, um, an excuse to get the gang, not the gang, well, this gang, um, interacting with the predators, which, you know, 
I thought it was actually pretty creative. This one, uh, I, I can't poo-poo it. This one makes more sense than the first one. Um, what, what that he's just there? Yeah, like the predator was just <laughs> like the predator was just there. Yeah, and then at the same time that this elite commando unit just happened to be going in to a drug to what were they doing? They're saving like kidnap victims. From a drug cartel? Uh, well, war, war on drugs. Yeah. They're doing something. Um, so, because um, I think, if I remember right, it's been a while since I've seen it. I think they were going to go save, like, hostages. And, like, yeah. that was their thing. And then they got there. And then they were just like, well, the hostages. There's no hostages. And then they just killed everybody. And then they were walking around. And then the predator came out. Yeah. He just yeah he came out yeah like like the predator was like I really I want to hunt the most dangerous game there is, Man. which is Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah I want to hunt yeah. the most dangerous game Arnold Schwarzenegger Jesse Ventura and Shane Black, um uh please do not forget Carl Weathers oh and Carl Weathers <laughs> um who and- had who 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 has one of the the best scenes in the whole movie when he gets his arm cut off. Yes. And the the gun is still shooting in his dead arm. <laughs> and he's screaming. And but but it's great because the screams keep going while it shows the arm, so it's as if his arm is screaming <laughs> and shooting on the ground. I didn't notice that it, the the sound of that, but I'll have to go back and look. I'm um, pretty sure he's still like screaming. Probably. Um, um but it makes it makes more sense that they would go through and that they would like somehow pick these people out of off these planets mm-hmm. and then hunt them rather than like go to another planet and just wander around till they find somebody. Yeah, I, I guess I, you know what? It, it was, it was believable enough that I bought it. Like I just, you know, even if it doesn't make complete sense, I, you know, I let it go. You're talking about this one. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, it, uh, it is what it is. Um, but um basically as i'm sure you can imagine they start they start figuring out where that they're not on earth they start um talking to each other figuring out you know what what the hell each other was doing you know they all end up being like commandos and or like really like violent people yeah except Topher Grace except yeah except for yeah Topher yeah, who's just wearing um, jeans and a hoodie. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know why I'm here. Um, so, obviously, they start getting picked off one by one by the Predators. Um, did the minorities go first? Um, I think Danny Trejo's the first to go. <laughs> yeah, I think he is, too. Which is, it's actually a pretty cool scene, his death. Yeah, and then they use him as a trap. Yeah, yeah. Um, the old the old Predator switcheroo. yeah. I liked, I will say, I, I liked and also I didn't like the fact that they were like, how are we going to convey to both the audience and the people in the story, like, what is, what's happening? And they were just like, well, let's just make Adrian Brody explain everything. Oh, right. And, and, <laughs> and you know what? I guess, yeah, if you asked me to do it, I, I'm not sure. How you go about explaining it, but I thought that was kind of lazy. Yeah, it was just well. The thing is, like, he was the only one piecing it together, and like, 
nobody else added anything to it or was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, because he, w- he was like, we're on a game preserve and we're the game. And everyone's like, oh, shit, that's, okay. And then, like, as they're figuring, as they know they're being hunted, he's still the one explaining stuff. Like, he's he's the one that goes, no, Danny Trejo's a trap. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, and, no, and he knows it right away. But, yeah, he's like, no, it's a trap. And he says other stuff, and he's like, this is why they're using the animals, because this is what I... Like, he's the only one that's ever gone hunting out of this group of people or has, like, any idea about stalking prey. Like... It's so, if there were other people, it would be fine if it was all explained, but he was literally the only one doing it. Everybody else was like, yeah, okay, I guess so. Yeah, and then, and, and the thing was is that his explanations were fine, but it was just like, no one, no one else had an idea. And no, no one else put forth any like, oh, hey, blah, 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 what about, it was just, Adrian Brody was just like, okay, this is what's going on, and that actually was it. And he was right every time. Yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of, eh. I think just because they wanted him to be the, like, the hero of the story. Right. They wanted him to be the guy. And that's fine, but, like, I wish somebody else had, like, popped up and had an idea. Like, I almost, I would have rathered, I think, if him and Lawrence Fishburne switched roles. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Lawrence Fishburne might be a little too old for the Adrian Brody role. I don't know. I don't know. The, just the whole way they, they went about the story, just it was it was a bit contrived. Yeah, like all of a sudden he was the leader. He was coming up with the ideas and the explanations, and everybody else just kind of went with it. And nobody had an idea of their own. I was just like, oh, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Yeah. But um. But I think so. So. So they're going along, going along, and basically, I think the my favorite part of the movie is when they come across Lawrence Fishburne, and he is apparently a person who was brought there years ago. I don't know how long does he say he was there. He's, I want to say he says he was there for like ten seasons. Yeah, whatever seasons are. Yeah, he's been there a while, and he has somehow survived in this. I don't even know what it. He looks like he's in a fucking sewer. No, I think he's in like a spaceship, like a crashed spaceship. Is it a crashed ship? That's what it looks like, because it's it's like jutting out of the side of a hill or something. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Well, it's not very well put together, whatever it is. <laughs> well, it's been ten seasons. <laughs> well, that's true. Anyways, so he uh, he's hanging out in there, and um, and he. He kind of invites them in. Uh, they they find him, and uh, he's got his little setup, his little house in there. Um, but it's it's so goddamn funny because he's clearly lost his mind, and just like yeah. he's he's talking to himself, and he's um, he what he starts a fire right to like shoot them out of there. No, I think he starts a fire to like kill them. And yeah, then he's gonna he take, thinks, and then he's gonna take their stuff. Yeah, but I also think he thinks that they're that they're gonna lead the predators to him if he doesn't get rid of them. Oh, okay. I th- I I don't know. I think he might have said something about that. The the one really cool thing that I liked about his character is there's a part when you first meet him, 
and you're looking at what he's wearing and like he's his his like the face mask that he wears is like a predator face mask right but the helmet that it's attached to is almost like an old like almost like an old Genghis Khan type helmet I feel like like yeah. that's what I thought of when I saw it so then I this is probably my favorite part of the whole movie and it's all in my imagination but because I imagine that he stumbled upon it because the predators have been doing this for hundreds of years mm. and like they scooped up Genghis Khan like soldiers and they dropped them on this planet to try and like hunt them right so somewhere like Genghis Khan was fighting a predator at one point Pretty much, I guess. And that's well, yeah. But then, like, you think, like, okay, well, he probably scooped up. Some, they probably scooped up some knights, and um, like, think like older like soldiers and stuff, and like probably scooped up like one of Hannibal soldiers, like on the elephants and shit. So then, like, they're marching through that jungle on an elephant, looking for a looking for a predator. That's just kind of cool to imagine. You like, think they brought the elephant? Well, okay, probably not an elephant, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just cool. Like, you know, like they brought one of those 300 soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, it, no, and that, and that's kind of what, what kind of solidifies that the concept is fine of why they're there and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, it, and it, it, it makes sense to a point. So, you know, it, it's cool. We just kind of deal with it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, uh, I don't know if you want to take it uh, any more about the Lawrence Fishburne part, but nah, nah, I'm I'm, I'm good on that one. You good? Okay. Um, you know, part I really did like that was a homage to the uh, to the original was the uh, the part where they spent like five minutes just randomly shooting all their guns into the woods. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool too. Really enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah, it, it was, uh, I don't know, there, there, there was a lot of stuff like that. I think that probably made me enjoy it more. Um, pretty much until you get to the end. You didn't enjoy the end? No, I didn't. What, what didn't you, what didn't you enjoy? Okay. The fact, so, hang on, let me ask you this. Was it the fact that you had seen it before, or because, um, of the Topher Grace thing. The Topher Grace thing did not bother me. Okay. I, I wasn't um, really bothered by it. I was like, oh, that makes sense. I found it a bit... It, it, it seemed a little bit too predictable, almost. That's what I, but that's what I thought when I heard it. But then I was like, but I didn't see it. I didn't actually like, I didn't get it. I didn't put the pieces together. You know what? I didn't think that either. Like it didn't really occur to me before they, before he said it. And, and just so everyone knows, basically Topher Grace is like a serial killer. Yeah. Um, and he's just a creep and he comes off as like a really normal, charming kind of guy in kind of like a Ted Bundy-esque way. Yeah. Uh, but he, but he's really a serial killer. And that's why he belongs with all the other killers. Yeah, and he possibly um, is actually a rapist. Yes, yeah, that too. Uh, he's a creep. But, um, you know, and you know what the thing is? is it, like you said, I didn't think of it either. Like, I didn't come back and say, 
oh, well, I knew that, or like, I didn't call it. But once they said it, I was kind of like, that almost makes too much sense. Yeah. Like, I'm almost mad at myself for not having thought of it. That's, that was my thing. I was pissed that I didn't see it before. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's fine. It did it definitely didn't bother me. What did bother me, though, was the end fight between the um, Predator uh, or the the big the big bad predator there because there's actually two. I think he's. I think that one I would assume is referred to as the berserker predator. The berserker predator. Yeah. Okay. Do you it, want to make the berserker? <laughs> <laughs> would you like some making fuck berserker? Anyways, I, I wish I wish that was his theme music every time he entered. <laughs> Was it my love for you is like ticking clock berserker? <laughs> Would you like some making fuck berserker? Would you like some making fuck berserker? Stu's a goddamn poet. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Did you hear that shit, Silent Bob? <laughs> <laughs> um. So they Adrian Prody has a fight with the. Berserker. <laughs> so now I'm just picturing Jay and Silent Bob on the and the, planet. And the ra- They're not even like fighting or anything. They're just like standing around commenting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, they're they're like the commentary to the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then just at one point, like they're on the spaceship with Lawrence Fishburne, and he's doing the weird talking to himself thing. And then you just turn around and see Jay's pressing his ass against the window. <laughs> <laughs> A little sign. Clark smoke cock. Yeah, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne smokes cock. <laughs> he figures <laughs> they figure out how to get the alien to like turn around, or like they're, they're just like we got a trap for the for the predator. It's totally okay. Don't worry about it, guys. And the predator comes like accidentally trips the trip wire, and then a giant sign that comes down just says "cock is yummy" or something. Yeah, and they're just they like, ah, I did it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, the one time you're ever going to be able to trick a predator, and that's what you do with it? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, absolutely. And then the predator is just like, is trying to do that, is trying to talk to him or whatever. And I'm assuming he's trying to talk when he does the clicking thing. He's like, yeah, I think so. And then Silent Bob actually starts speaking to him, and he's like, hey, man, you're chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, There's this girl, Amy. <laughs> and then the predator's like... Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of walks away. And they're just like, well, oh. does he just walk away defeated? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, like he put, he like, he hugs Silent Bob and then just kind of walks away because Silent Bob finally got him. He just needs somebody to talk to. That's why he's so he, mad. He got, he really got to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where were we? Um, the last fight. Oh yeah, Berserker and, uh, the other. And Adrian Brody. Well, yeah, well, there's the fights, other. He fights the other predator, right? Um, and obviously, we know what they were going for. Um, but it they they basically just copied the last fight with. I mean, they they added a little bit more to it. Yeah, but he uh, Adrian Brody, in order to um, get away from the. Uh, Predator's thermal vision covers himself in mud and Does fights he, him that way. Do, do they explain how he knows that they use the heat thing? Or um, 
You know, I don't know. Because in the first one, they explain that, right? Right. I mean, they they figure it out. Um, and I, to be honest, I'm not 100% sure on how they figured it out. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it might have been just another one of those situations where Adrian Brody just kind of figured it out. Yeah. Where he's just like, you know what? I've got the answer. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Yeah. This, this makes sense. Heat vision and the, uh, and the face plates. That's what I would do. So, you know. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, eh. It was all right. It was an all right last battle, but I, I've already, I've already seen it. You know, I need something a little bit new. There's got to be another way to kill a predator. There were some new things in there. There was. There was the other predator who actually helped Adrian Brody. Yeah. There was the the ship they were trying to get. There was the, the fact that so the the yakuza guy died fighting killing the other predator with a katana. Yeah, yeah, that was that was cool. The uh, the inmate guy jumped on the back of the predator and just shivved him. Yep. Um, did not expect that happening. No, it was kind of cool. Um, because it was probably like the bottom of a toothbrush. So Pro- you, I mean, you yeah. would think, but you think the predator would be prepared for that, but I guess I guess that doesn't happen. So yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. I. I liked it, but I kind of felt like I was just watching a remake of the first one. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I mean, it was a decent remake. Um, it could have been far, far worse, and they could have had much worse actors and all that. Yeah. Um, to me, you, you know, you know what the number one complaint I could say about that movie was? It was unneeded. My, my life and movie going enjoyment is no more fulfilled for that movie having existed. Yeah, it's not gonna, it doesn't. It doesn't fill any purpose to essentially remake the first movie. Because the first movie is what it is. It's entertaining. Is this one good? Yeah, it's fine. But honestly, it was kind of like the remake they did of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was actually all right. Like, it wasn't that bad. But what purpose did it serve? Like, so you're going to make... You're going to make a remake of a good movie, and you're going to make it actually decent, but not good enough to be great. Why? You know? I, yeah. th- that's That's kind of how I felt about this movie. Yeah, I... <sighs> Yeah. You know? The other thing that bothered me is I feel like nobody was really freaked out by the fact that they were on a different planet. Yeah, everyone seemed kind of uh, okay with it. Yeah. Like, the whole whole time, everybody just seemed okay with it. Yeah, I I think I would have had a much bigger issue uh, with with being on another planet. I think that would have freaked me out a a bit. Like they get to the part, they get they get to the edge of the of the of the cliff or whatever, and they see all the planets in the sky, which is ridiculous because they see like five planets in the sky. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought that was cool. 
I like it looks really cool. It looks then, cool, yeah. But then I was just like, those planets are way too close to each other. Yeah, that the only the only way it would make any sense is if they were moons, if they were that close. Yeah, or but, space stations, or space stations. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they just it was so weird. And then they were just kind of like. They all had the, oh, fuck, look on their face. And then they just kind of went about what they were doing before. Yeah. Nobody yeah. had, like, a freak out, and they were just like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm on a fucking alien planet. Yeah, and we're like, how the fuck are we going to get off? Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. I exactly. And then when they're with Lawrence Fishburne, and he's like, they have a ship next to their play- next to their camp. Avery Brody's the only one that's like, tell me more about this ship. Yeah. Maybe we can use it to get ourselves out of here. And you're just I mean, like, what? Did, there's like six other people in this room. Nobody else goes, a ship, we can use it to fly home. Not Maybe. only that, but I just, what, how, who's going to fly it? Like, there's just way too many issues. But the, okay, yeah, there's, who's going to fly it? Adrian Brody's the one that's like, well, they tied up another predator, so maybe that predator will help us. Which makes sense. I'm fine with that. But I don't understand why he's the only one that hears the word ship and thinks we can maybe use that to get home. I I mean, I, I think they just went a little too far, I think, making the rest of them look like fucking retards. Yeah. Even Lawrence Fishburne, who was there for 10 years. We'll say 10 years. I'm assuming that's what a season is. Yeah, sure. Because otherwise, like, they were there for what? Maybe two days? Yeah, I don't know. It couldn't have been much more than that. Let's give it, let's give it like four days just, just to be. Okay, let's say they were even there for four days. And then at the end of the movie, they see more parachutes drop. Yeah. So you're assuming that that means that more people are entering the, the arena or the, or the preserve or whatever you want to call it. Right. So if more people are coming in, Does that mark the start of the next season? So is a season like maybe like four days? So in so, that case, so, so has Lawrence Fishburne only been there like a three month? Weeks? Yeah, well, he's been there like uh, ten to forty. Uh, so he's been there a little over a month. <laughs> he's been there like f- six weeks. So he went insane in six weeks, but he figured <laughs> he all this stuff out. <laughs> yeah. And he's figured out a whole bunch of stuff, so like survival stuff in six weeks. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's what they intended, intended the, the change of the season being that quick. But... So I'm assuming, although maybe, well, I don't know. But let's say, so let's say a season is a year. Then... In the 10 years that Lawrence Fishburne has been there, he never, he never thought about also trying to use the spaceship to escape. Cause he turns to his invisible friend and was like, I never thought of that. Yeah. It takes Adrian Brody to figure it out. Cause apparently well, yeah. Adrian Brody is the only one in the entire galaxy with any brain. Um, who is. Oh, I know why. Because he's a U.S. Army Special Forces. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. He's got a... Well, I'm sure he's, you know, he's smart and he can fight. 
I don't know. I my my synopsis of the movie is good, not great, not needed, but I don't have a problem with it. It is what it is, and I really I probably won't won't ever watch it again unless maybe it's on TV and there's no John Taffer to watch. If it's if it's towards the end, I think I would probably watch it because that's when more stuff starts happening. Yeah, like during the beginning, you're just kind of like, all right. See, that's my problem though. Because with this and with the first one, like you know what's going to happen. Yeah, like you know what's happening, and I wish like the first one we had figured out a way to get to it sooner. Because we got to go through the whole explanation of why the commandos are there. And then we have to go through the whole raid. And then we have to go through the little bit after. And then we realize that somebody's after them. Like, it opens with the spaceship part. Right. So we know the predators are there. But, like, then there's the whole setup to everything. When you could have just as easily just, like been like they're on their way to the mission and the predator attacks them and then you get to predator stuff sooner and then here it's there's just like a lot of a lot of build up a lot of a lot of just trying to figure things out a lot of adrian brody putting the pieces together in a columbo like fashion yeah i don't know i you know not not that on the note about the first one, I kind of wish you never saw the ship thing at the beginning. Yes. Because I kind of like the idea of it starting out being a, a different movie than what it ends up being. Like, it starts out almost as, like, a action war movie. Yeah, I wish... It ends up being, like, a action monster movie. Yes, I wish it wasn't, I wish we didn't start with a ship, and I wish it wasn't called Predator. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it, that, that, that's true, too. Um, it's kind of like the, um, you know who did, did it great, and I, I think I mentioned this movie before, um, on, uh, on the podcast, but, um, motherfucking, um, The Descent. You know, it starts out, it starts out being a movie about girls in caves, fucking cave diving, yeah. spelunking, if you will. And uh, and then it turns into a monster movie almost out of nowhere. It's great. Yeah. It, it's it, it. I love I love having movies surprise me. And 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 that's you know what? You could say that the first ter- uh, Terminator, first Predator didn't surprise you. But this one sure as hell didn't surprise me because not only did I already know it was going to happen, but they redid shit. Yeah. Yeah, they just redid everything, and it was... It, yeah, it was just disappointing. Because I feel like it's 20 minutes before they even figure out what's going on. Yeah. And it might not be, but it's like 20 minutes of them being like... Well, I was in Israeli Special Forces. Well, I'm a mercenary who used to be American. 
I'm a Russian. Like, okay, okay, that's cool. And then they're just like, what's going on here? I don't know. And then Adrian yeah. Brody has to come in and be like, we're being hunted. And like, oh, okay. Thank God he's a... Uh... Thank God he's there. You know? Well, yeah, like, what would they have done? It would have been a... Take Adrian Brody's character out of the fucking movie, and they're just like, ah, I don't know what's... Oh, oh, he's running over. around screaming. Yeah, everybody just dies really quick. I know. But we don't. I don't know. I yeah. I don't... All right, let me ask you this, then. Where do you want the Predator franchise... To go after this, if anywhere, not counting, I know the the Alien vs Predator stuff, but like, there Shane Black's writing a sequel right now, right now, right this second. Yeah. What do you want the next one to be? I I, I I'm sorry, I I I don't I don't really want another one. Don't I, want I, no. I honestly have no interest in another Predator movie. It doesn't do the. It doesn't do anything for me. I enjoyed the first movie because it had Arnold Schwarzenegger, and uh, you know they had the whole gang in it. I I just whatever. Um. What if it it was a movie that was nothing but predators, and it was like it had to do more with. Like a predator standing up and being like, "We shouldn't do this. Like this, this should not be our lifestyle." Like, he's a pacifist. He's a pacifist predator. A pacifist predator. Yeah, and he's struggling with trying to be a pacifist in the in the um, in the world of predators. Huh? Would you watch that movie? Um. Uh. I feel like you're going to say no. <laughs> Probably not, no. Okay, what... Here's here's a good question, though. Shane Black's writing it. Shane Black really enjoys working with, lately, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. If they say that the next movie is called More Predators... <laughs> predators again? Um, predators that... Still predating? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Dateline thing. <laughs> and this, on our 20th anniversary of To Catch a Predator, uh, we follow up with some of our favorite ones that we caught in this segment we call Still Predatoring. <laughs> uh, no, what if... Uh, yeah, it's called something like that. Predators again, Predators 2, Predators like 8, whatever they, whatever they fucking name it. Um... And Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. You watch it? I do. Hands I down. mean, alright, if Robert Downey Jr. is in it, yes, I do watch it. But. Anybody that's... else know? Uh. I don't know. I mean, maybe if you put, like. Oh. Put someone I really like, you know, like Edward Norton's in it or something. I don't know. I would watch that, yeah. 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 Um. But... Predators on a plane would also possibly be a good way to go. I could probably. I watch that movie. I could probably get with that, yeah. All right, so let's. Uh, so I guess what we've learned from 
I don't know. Maybe we're learning it from the whole from the whole crawl itself. Um, I don't. I feel like the Predator is very like the Predator series is very one dimensional. Extremely one dimensional. And it doesn't have a lot of future unless you put it with other series. Yeah, and, and now I mean that's not to say. Now, obviously, I prefer the I prefer the Alien franchise. I think it's got better films. Um, you can go on and on about it. At least the but, first two. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean that's two better films right there. Well, yeah. <laughs> but um, and, and and I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that the Alien movies are multi- so multi-dimensional either. I mean, they're probably only two-dimensional. One being a horror movie, one being an action movie, and that's about it. Yeah. But but there's there's more substance to them. There's I more think, character development. Yeah, I think the story. I think the thing is, aliens. Um, Alien is more of a, they use the alien to help tell a story, to help yeah. like tell somebody's story. Whereas Predator, like, they are the story. Right, right. Exactly. So, and you don't know what they're thinking, what they're doing. You don't know, like, anything about them. So you're just kind of like, well, I don't really, I don't really give a shit. I think they try to infuse some of that by having, like, different ones and the one Predator being strung up like Jesus. But, like, I don't know what they're saying, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it's just I, you know what they're they're just they're there for fun. That's what the Predator movies are. You, you you can't you can't look at them as anything other than just a movie to have fun and uh, I don't know, eat some popcorn and and that's about it. And um, and this one's no different. Yeah, it's really the the best he can. That's the best thing you can say, really, about the Predator movies, is that they're just fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're not bad, but they're not great. Yeah. It's all right. Could be a lot worse. It could be. Could be. It might get worse, uh, because the next episode is Alien Resurrection. Uh, oof. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think, I think we're gonna... I think it's gonna get worse. I think we're gonna have a much harder time finding good things to say about that. I don't know. All right. Um, that'll be in a few days from whenever this episode airs. Um, so come back and listen to us on uh, Alien Resurrection, and we can talk more about the Alien uh, series. Uh, until then, I'm Keith Bodella. I'm Greg DiNicola. No regrets, and if at any point in your day... You don't know what to do. Just ask Adrian Brody. He's got all the answers. W-W-A-B-D. They, they chain. It's no longer Ask Jeeves. It's just Ask Brody. Ask Brody. <laughs> dot com. Uh, I think it's a dot. Is it dot net? I think that's one's a dot net. <laughs> I don't know. Might be a dot org. I don't know. Could be. I'm <laughs>